I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with your card out. shooter soundtracks so close to one another, but this one soundtrack was not only too good to not put out there, but the story behind the game was a little too interesting to just kind of leave in the wind, so I was like, hey, you know what, I can't ever do a game club about this because it's just a shooter on the X68000, and I can't really ask my two co-hosts to try to figure out uh, X68000 emulation just for a, uh, you know, six-stage shooter or seven-stage shooter, whatever it is. So I figured, hey, you know what, I can do a little brief history thing on Rocket With Your Card Out and go over the music, because the music for this thing is fantastic. Oh, I guess I should actually mention what the uh, game is we're covering today. Uh, as, you know, you can see in the uh, actual show description, it's a Illumination Laser for the X68000. So this game was composed by Shinodu Nobuhisha, um, who goes by IC Kaze, and... He's also worked on a couple other games that I could dig. It, it, we'll get into this here in a second, but uh, two of the other or three of the other games he's worked on are Flame Zapper Kosujin for the PC ninety eight, Zuguya uh, for the X sixty eight thousand, and Akuzikin Cha 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 for the X sixty eight thousand as well. So yeah, uh, obviously somebody who dabbles in the X sixty eight thousand a little bit or the uh, you know um, <laughs> kind of early Japanese PC scene. <laughs> So here's where we're going to get into the interesting stuff. Illumination Laser was developed by a man going by Terra. The game was supposed to be released sometime in 2000, which is way past the X68000's life cycle, but, you know, whatever. As that was the copyright date on it. Information's a little tough to come by, as I mentioned. It took a little bit more digging than I really care to admit to even figure out who composed this damn thing, so yeah. And finding his previous work, again, was tough. So I ended up poking around through a few sites before I ended up on shmups.system11.org and found a forum post from a few years ago. The user Perp Bullets ended up doing an interview with Terra. It was a little roughly translated, but Terra did bring up the composer's alias, and I was sort of able to kind of backtrack it from there. Uh, back in 2014, a group of X68000 enthusiasts bought an auction lot of X68000 stuff, and Illumination Laser was part of it. They all went in on it with the intent of dumping the ROM, putting it out there for people to try. Terra got wind of the auction and asked the group to not release the game. Uh, they were a little disheartened, but they agreed to respect his wishes. Uh, seeing the interest caused Terra to polish up Illumination Laser, and then he put the now-completed version of it out there for anyone to play a short time later. A pretty fascinating story, but we are here for the music ultimately, aren't we? There's only 10 tracks, but there's not a clunker in this bunch, so we're just going to go right out the whole thing. So, first up is the first stage, and that is called Red. R-E-D. And I'm spelling it out because it's R period E period D period. So, yeah, it's obviously an abbreviation for something, but what that is, I don't know. Anyway, here it is. Wow. 
I think one of the reasons I'm such a fan of the X68000 music is just how long of a life this system seems to have had. It, Granted, there's been iterations of it, with the first iteration of the X68000 coming out in... Oh, I want to say 1987, and then the last one coming out in 1993. So for a line of computers that was, by and large, largely unchanged, it's pretty amazing that games continue to come out, um, you know, obviously until the year 2000, or even 2014, as the case is for this one. But yeah, Illumination Laser Soundtrack is just fantastic, and I'm amazed that this game came out, and somebody put in the love and care into this soundtrack the way they did. Like, this Icy Kaze guy is just fantastic, and the rest of the soundtrack is going to kind of prove that. So, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one, and that is Grey Visibility, which is the boss theme. I think that one takes a few seconds to kind of kick in. Um, just me personally, I feel like that. It just, it took a few seconds for it to kind of like loop for me that I was like, oh, okay, now I like this thing. But yeah, just that, I'd say for like first like five, seven seconds of it, I was kind of like, eh, this might be, oh, no, never mind. This is really good too. So yeah, like I said, this soundtrack is just fantastic. And it's in a game that I don't 
think too many people know about. I I promise I am not trying to out obscure myself every single episode because it's really feeling like that between um you know Vimana Stellar Assault. It's just like I'm doing these weird shoot. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll do weird shooters on top of some other stuff because it feels like that's what I'm going for lately. Is a lot of weird um not really well known shooters. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. The next track we're going to listen to is the Stage 2 theme, and that is Orange Type L.
It's a little tough to really pin it down, but I think this is my favorite track in this whole soundtrack. I was listening to it quite a bit last night while I was driving around a little bit, and I was like, hey, man, I like this one. I kept kind of coming back to this one as my favorite. So, yeah, really solid stuff there. And again, for a 10-track soundtrack, it's kind of hard to really complain and without a clunker, because I've gone through some shorter games, and I was like, oh, you know, there's couple things here and there that I kind of throw away. I think the maybe the boss theme that we just listened to, the uh, previous one, uh, Grave Visibility, might be the weakest, and even then it's still pretty damn good. <laughs> so anyway, moving on to the next one, and that is the Origin Yellow, which is the Stage 3 theme. More incredible stuff. I just really amazed at the soundtrack, and yeah, I see. The tough thing was with this thing too. Also, was that it did not show up on Moby Games at all. Like I, that Moby Games is normally my reference point for most of the stuff, and then I'll kind of cross reference it with other things that I can find. And Moby Games just did not even have this game on there that I could find, and it made it really hard to try to track everything down. So yeah, that's why I was like, okay, I got to get this thing out there because this game deserves a little bit more attention. At least its soundtrack does. I mean, you know, I, I know I don't bring a huge audience to these things. You know, we're not going to be like streaming like tens of thousands of people to this soundtrack now to go check it out. But yeah, this thing is definitely worth it. And again, like the whole Moby Games thing, it, I use that a lot, especially in the bonus episodes of this podcast where I go through and check like, okay, well, this came out on this date, this came out on this date, I can use this for this episode. Now, you might be asking yourself, what bonus episodes are you talking about, Jason? So if you go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk, you can kick in, uh, there's a few tiers there. For a dollar, you can get just a th hearty thank you from me uh, personally, 
in Patreon, and that'll be kind of the end of your rewards. But for $3 a month, you'll get the bonus episodes of Rocket with your card out, which as of this moment, there are 16, with a 17th one coming later this month. The bonus episodes for the last two months and continuing forward, well, two and a half months now, are me looking at the games that came out in that half of the month in five-year increments. So currently we're doing... Uh, well, next month will be, or ne- next month, next episode will be the latter half of July in 1986, 1991, 1996, 2001, 2011, 2016. I don't do the current year, obviously, because that would make no sense. But I figured I, this was sort of an idea I took from Retronauts, where they used to go back in five-year increments and cover stuff that came out in those things. And I was like, hey, you know what? I can do this for music. This is kind of a cool thing to go check out and see how like video game music kind of evolves and then sort of goes back a little bit towards like chiptune type stuff it's kind of an interesting thing and for five dollars a month you will also get a shout out on the show as well as the access to bonus episodes of rocket with your card out multimedia failure um there's bonus segments on that podcast which is my video game movie podcast i do with my friends john and vanessa and then you will also get all the podcasts i do in a higher quality audio rate in a handy catch-all feed making it a lot easier to if you listen to all the podcasts i do just in one spot so for three dollars a month you'll get all that but for five dollars a month you also get a shout out on the show so of course i have to shout out to vanessa cahill john lucero alex messenger josh carpenter Eric and Nathan Cooper. I really appreciate it. You guys know that. And, you know, I've talked to a few of you and can't tell you how much it really like means to me that you're supporting the show because this is, I don't want to say by and large, like my favorite thing, but it's my passion project. I suppose, you know, I, I wouldn't ever, ever say that this is the flagship podcast of this website that I run, but you know, it is, uh, it's the one that kind of means the most to me, I suppose, because video game music is just so fun for me. <laughs> so anyway, that's enough spiel with that. Let's go ahead and let's move on to the next track. And that is going to be Greenfield, which is the stage four theme.
Based on that interview with Tara I mentioned earlier, this is Tara's favorite track from the soundtrack, and I can kind of see why. It's really, really good. I mean, again, there's not a clunker in this bunch, so, you know, saying like, oh, this is my favorite, I can't really fault anybody for saying like, hey, oh yeah, this is my favorite. The boss theme, again, might be the one where I'm like, eh, you know, maybe you should listen to the rest of the soundtrack a few more times before you say that, but hey, whatever, you know, teach their own, and it's only 10 tracks, and all of it's really good, so yeah. All right, moving on, we are going to listen to the Infinity Blue, which is stage five. Are you seeing a little bit of a, of a theme going here with colors? <laughs> so yeah, anyway, here we go. Infinity Blue, stage five. I think if not for the kind of scaling thing you heard there at the very end, um, this might be my favorite track. That little like, just not, I don't know, it just kind of like hit my ears wrong. I mentioned like in the early, early episodes where higher pitch sounds kind of like mess with my spine a little bit, which is why I don't like a lot of the, um, the PSN, PSN, jeez, <laughs> PSG stuff in um, on the Master System. And I definitely prefer the FM sound trip for the most part because the uh, PSG stuff tends to be a not tends to be, but the higher notes just have this like scratchy quality that hits my like ears just wrong and really kind of bothers me. This kind of had the same effect, not nearly as bad as the PSG chip, but you know, it kind of hits that. So yeah, but if it wasn't for that, yeah, again, this would be 
probably my favorite track. It's got a really good beat to it, and it's just amazing. Like you hear what the X68000 is really capable of in the hands of a very capable composer. <laughs> All right, moving on, we're going to be listening to Violent Moon, which is the Stage Six theme. I wonder if that was supposed to be Violet Moon at some point because that would stick with the color theme. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Here we go. Here is Violet Moon. Vi- Violent Moon, not Violet Moon. See, now I'm tripping myself up because I'm thinking like maybe that should be Violet. But yeah. Anyway, 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 here it is. Thank you. 
I love these kind of tracks and shooters where they're a little bit more thoughtful. It's kind of weird where, you know, you're listening to a shooter soundtrack and there's a certain expectation of um, speed, tempo, stuff like that. And just like, you know, hard hitting instrumentation kind of. This is sort of almost in a way a little bit melancholy to a point. Maybe that's the wrong word for it. But yeah, it's just a little bit more contemplative. And I kind of dig that in a shooter, especially like one that's you know, you're very late in the game at this point, so it's kind of weird to have this track that slows down the tone so much, but I think it's a really cool track. I love this thing. Again, not a clunker in this bunch, so. Anyway, moving on to the next one, and that is Illumination, and that is the Stage 7 theme.
again, kind of a cool direction where they slow it down for the last couple stages. It's, uh, I don't want to say kind of a bold choice, but a little bit of a bold choice. And I kind of appreciate that because, you know, at this point in the game, at stage seven to the last stage, you're kind of thinking like, you know what, I got the hang of this game. You should feel pretty confident in how you're doing. So maybe some more like slower kind of contemplative music kind of fits the mood better because you're in the zone and you don't need something like high pitched or not high pitched, but high tempo and just like crazy to get your reflexes going and warm up your muscles and everything and your reflexes. And I said reflexes twice. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. I kind of like the more contemplative, like, okay, I'm in the zone, I've got this thing, let's just concentrate and get this thing done, and I think the soundtrack kind of, um, you know, kind of supports that theory, but yeah. Anyway, moving on, we are going to listen to White Page, which is the last boss theme. That's intense. I kind of really dig how it really sets like almost like a not scary, but just like oppressive kind of um, like, you know, this is it. This is the big thing. You got to get this. You got to get this. Otherwise, you're done. And you've got to kind of just muster all of your reflexes and everything you've learned about patterns in this game and really just like hone it to this last fight. And I think this uh Last boss theme being a little bit slower and a little bit more ominous kind of feeling really, really kind of adds a good effect to that. And it's something I really appreciate. If you go and watch some gameplay from um, Illumination Laser, it seems pretty intense. And it's kind of amazing. I don't want to say how little slowdown there is at times, but how little slowdown there is at times for a game that was made in 2000 with kind of the sensibilities of that era. 
for a system that came out with its most recent iteration in 1993. It's a really cool experience to kind of check out. It's, I want to say, it seems like it's a little harder to emulate. X68000 does seem, like, stuff does seem a little bit tougher to emulate and if you don't know what you're doing. It's not as simple as plug-and-play as, you know, NES, the Super NES, Sega Genesis, or Mega Drive stuff. It, it definitely requires a little bit more work on your end, but this is one of those ones that I think might be worth my time to actually go and check out because it's just, yeah, it's pretty intense and it's pretty cool. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the last track, and that is I, which is the rank theme, or ranking theme, however you want to put it. Basically, when you put in your score, or your initials in the score. I like to think of this as celebratory music for you having finished the game and you're putting in your high score there. I think this would be a good way to look at it, because otherwise this uh, music, this rather peppy, upbeat uh, kind of music is playing after you've lost all of your lives and died and now you're putting in your high score, (laughs) which realistically is probably the more um, likely scenario. But yeah, you know, you kind of have to just take what you can get sometimes with video game music and just be like, yeah, no, like totally beat that game and totally got the rather peppy sounding thing it's it's this isn't like celebratory music for the uh, bad guys who blew me out of the sky and now are you know destroying whatever i was trying to defend <laughs> so anyway that'll wrap up this episode of rocket with your card out hope you enjoyed this one like i said the research on this one was a little bit more intense than i normally put into one of these things but i thought this soundtrack kind of was pretty deserving of it because it's really good and having such a late um x68000 game come out is really cool so yeah Anyway, uh, go to patreon.com slash games and junk. And as I mentioned over there or earlier in the show, you can go get all the, uh, the bonus stuff and everything that I think you would enjoy. Also, um, that's also in the show notes. So you can check it out there. If you don't feel like typing in patreon.com slash games and junk, I'm going to get that forced down like six times an episode. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Patreon link is in the pot or is in the podcast show notes. So you can go check it out there. Also, all of our social media links are in the show notes as well. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. And then you can follow me on Twitter on Facebook personally. I'm also a member of a video game music podcast group that Alex Messenger uh, on Facebook that Alex Messenger is the uh, founder of. And it's uh, it's really gotten pretty cool. Like it. 
I want to say it got really cool. It's pretty cool because I just recently joined it and like seeing people who are in the scene and everything in the video game music podcast scene and like what they do, what they like. It's it, it's a good time. Like, again, when I started this, I thought it was maybe one of five and I find out I'm like one of 50. <laughs> so, yeah. And it really means a lot to me how many like people I see listen to this thing because there's a lot of options out there. And I really appreciate that people stick with this thing as I've... Um, let's say waffled on uh, trying to figure out what to do with the show after I lost my co-host because, you know, when I had a co-host, it was a lot easier to bounce off somebody and figure something out. And I had a pretty good structure for that. And then coming to this by myself, I'm like, well, I don't really have the capability of discussing music the same way I did with somebody who actually knew about music. So I think I finally set it all on this and I think I'm pretty happy with it. Also um, nice to see the response in as far as Patreon goes with the um, bonus episodes, the dream events where, you know, you kick in the three dollars and you get those. See, did it again. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been pretty cool seeing that, and it really makes me feel a lot better about doing this show because sometimes you know you feel like you're talking to a void, but knowing that there are people who actually listen to this and appreciate the show and like it, it yeah, it kind of does your heart good to see that stuff. So anyway, that'll wrap up this episode. So until next time, take care of yourselves and each other, or something like that. Right? Right. Great. I knew that groove was in your heart.